0: Praise the Lord. But today I'm excited because we are continuing our series, How to Find and Follow Your Life Purpose. Got to find it. I have to follow it. Mm. A serious matter. How to find. How to find. This Friday I'm going to be talking about how to build your spirit man. How many of you have been enjoying the Friday service? Yeah. That, that Friday service is not for... It's for men and women of... Uh, Timber, mahogany, spirit. Mm, so yeah, strong, yeah. <laughs> strong spirit. That Friday service is not eager. Uh, you, you want to dig deep, that then that's one. That's for that's that's what made the transition from girls to women and boys to men. Amen. you know the one that will do twelve hours work and then get home, wrap get the kids together, and say we are going to go and hear hear the word of God on this service. That one, that's a different level of spirit. Yeah, so. Um, if you want to upgrade, come for Friday service. You know, like t- I always say, there is a, the outer court, there is the inner court, and there's what? The Holy. the Holy of Holies. Some are just happy with the outer court, you know. It's good, it's good, it's good, but it's not the best. Yeah, we'll be doing some serious teaching that, um, that um, I'm so proud to be teaching at this time because of the capacity of the people to receive it. So organize yourself, amen? Praise the Lord. Amen. Um, I used to do a 16. I used to do a 16-hour job. Once upon a time, running running, machine, running machines. I mean, I'm not talking about transformer, not not video games. I used to up work in a factory, pulling 16 hours shift, and then I would be done on Sunday morning, right? Get home, get dressed, get the family together, and then we're going straight to church. And after church, (laughs) we stay back to clean the toilets. You know what I'm saying? Lord, bless me. Seriously? Like this? Ah, you got to upgrade. You have to upgrade. So we're talking about purpose, how to find and follow. And we said last week that before you were born, there uh, there was a conversation before consciousness. And we took our text from Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. It said, Before you were born, I called you, I sanctified you, in other words, set you apart, consecrated you, put my Holy Spirit upon you. It said, And I sent you, I ordained you a prophet. I sent you a prophet to the nations. So we said, Every man, every woman born of God is a crusader for something. There's a reason why you are here. Purpose means why your reason, the why you are here. And if you do not understand, if you do not find it, chances are that you will never be fulfilled. You always feel something is missing. And so many of us, when we get born again, life happens. We just go our own way. We don't do anything about what God has said. And at some point, somebody invites us to church or some, or we meet a Christian or we watch a Christian TV or we, and then there's just something about the, the Christian environment or the, or the people of God or the word of God or their prayer or the church that just, you know, you start feeling as if, I, you know what, I, I don't know, I've, I've, not, I've been here before, but there's just something that you begin to recognize the voice of God. And then the, an altar call comes. You get up and say, I want to give my life to Jesus. And that's where Eternity starts meeting, some collides with time. And then you start looking, telling yourself that, you know what, there's something more. Yes, 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 I, I want to get married, and married now, but there's something more. I want to have a job, I have a job now, but there's something more. I want to have kids, but I have kids now, but there's something more. There's just this hunger in your spirit. There's just this hollow in your heart that is not filled. You understand? That is destiny calling, that is purpose calling. There's only one thing that can satisfy. That's longing. There's only one thing I can fill that hole, that gap, that emptiness. It's your connection with the reason why you're on this earth. So, last week I. Uh, so, today I want to share with you, today and next week, because there's no time to. Go, I want to share with you how to find that purpose, the indicators, right? So, last week I said the activity of purpose, the event of purpose must meet three criteria. Three criteria. The first one is that it must exalt Christ. It's got to be. It must exalt Christ. Matthew five sixteen, It says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Right? So, the fact that you are happy doing what you are doing doesn't mean that it fits purpose. Doesn't mean there are so many things I'm happy doing. There are so many things I'm happy doing. But doesn't mean that they are, it's fit for purpose, okay? He said, let your light so shine before people. Let your light so shine before people that they may see your good works. And the good works are the works that God has ordained you before time. The conversation he had, listen very carefully. Jesus, uh, God told Moses, he said, I have, I have seen... And heard about the affliction of my people. So I have come down to save them. So you are going. Now that conversation happened before time. Before Moses was born, God knew him, called him. God knew before time that these guys were gonna be in a certain place, a certain time. So at, at one point in Moses' life, he he knew something was missing. One day he saw two, he saw two, um, uh, it, um, Israelites fighting. Ah, he was grieved. He could not he could not explain his grief. It was just something about seeing two brothers fighting that just grieved him. And then one day he saw this guy was born in the palace. was born in the palace. He was raised in the palace. His first language probably um, Arabic. And then one day he saw an Egyptian guy decking. <laughs> he didn't walk him over him. say a purpose. So he jumped on it and grabbed a knife and took the guy in the belly. <laughs> Sorry. Stabbed the gentleman. <laughs> Look, I went to a proper school, my friend. Yeah. went to a proper school. So I went to a boarding school. Every now and then that body's house just catches yeah. up on you, you know what I mean? What is chook in the body, what, what is that? Yeah. But I don't feel comfortable saying it, isn't it? I've said that before, you know, global platforms I saying chook in the belly. What, what's wrong with it, what's wrong with it? <laughs> All right, praise the Lord. But that's why I love you, because I can be myself here, isn't it? You won't judge me, yeah? Mm. That pastor that says chook in the belly. <laughs> Yeah? And then so, purpose. And, and listen very carefully. So I'm going to give you the criteria right now so you know what to look out for. So you must, you must exhort Christ. And, and, and it, is, it is a message for a certain set of people. It says, so these people, you will shine before these people, you will add value to them, you will add value to a specific set of people. They will look at, they will take that benefit. So it's not for yourself. It's not for yourself. Your crusade is not for yourself. And then they will understand that your faith in your Christ has empowered you to do what you are doing. That's how, so that's what you look out for. So the fact that you are happy doing what you are doing doesn't mean that it's for happens. But when you are doing it and then a certain set of people are benefiting from it and they can tie that benefit to your faith in Christ, that's an indication. Number two, it, says it must evangelize the unsaved. That's that's simple. Matthew 28, verse 19 to 20. It says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, as you do this, I am with you always, even till the end of the age. So, is it getting souls saved? But what's the process? They see your good works. They benefit from it. And they can relate your capacity to do those good works to your faith in your Christ. They then come to you and say, What's up? So I was sharing a testimony this morning about, about a lady. I used to pray, Lord, help me, Lord, help me, Lord, help me. I was broke. Broke in England here. I wasn't broke where I came from. Broke in England here. Because there's no daddy here. There's daddy where I came from. So and I was broke here. God bless me. Give me a good job. I was a traffic warning. Oh, God, give me a good job. Nothing happened. And then one day I changed my prayer. Oh, Lord, if you bless me and put the money in my pocket and prosper me wherever I go, I will share the gospel. Get someone saved. So I got a job with this Fortune 500 company. They gave me a company car. I'm to spend at Will. And then, um, okay, not at Willow. Mm, What's uh, Take your company car and go and, start, go and buy Maserati, you'll be in trouble. So there was this young girl, young young lady. Every time I drive out of our out of our, we're living in Thamesmead here. She always, you know, she would be at the bus stop. First time I drove past, I noticed her. She notice me. Second day, third day, I slowed down and said, "What's up?" I wasn't picking her up, you know, but I was just saying, "What's up?" Hello. And then um, one day she flagged me, so I stopped. I said, excuse me. I said, yeah. I said, what do you do? I said, ah. I so said, I work for this organization. She said, really? I said, how-, how can I do what you do? I said, you really want to do what I'm doing? I said, it's easy. <laughs> she said, how? She said, how? I said, okay, you know what? Next week, Tuesday, be in, come over to our home. Our flat is just next to, next, not far from this place. So I gave her the address. All right. I said, that's where I live with my wife and two kids. Just come over. I will show you how I got here. It was Bible study group. <laughs> to farm, she showed up. And she came, she met about eight other people in the, the household. So she told me they, are, they, they all came to find out how I got to where I'm doing that. <laughs> so I said, ah, I meet this, met that, meet this, meet that. So I said, meet this person. And she's a very nice person. I meet, meet her at the bus stop. She, you know, she lives not too far from here. Oh, hello, how are you? No, so she all sat down. And then um, we did the Bible study group, and I said, Well, so, so, okay, see you two weeks, because it was every two weeks. Um, so she came again two weeks later. Right? And after the second uh, Tuesday, I told her, I said, You know what? You know, this guy, we you know, just like this church, you know, you know, Pastor Paul and I were leading that house group. Of course, you know, it will be fun, there would be a fellowship, there was, you know, like, and they're painting to eat. So, and then she, and I said, You know what? Because, you know, you like to lo- live on time. And these guys, you know, they, they, they love this place so much. Why don't you just be our timekeeper? Timekeeper, hey, what will I do? Just keep the time. Yeah, be sure we start on time and finish on time. Just like Kajoluson, yeah? <laughs> but you go by 16 years. After 16 years, he knows that it doesn't work now. There's a button. <laughs> But we are trying. We are still trying. <laughs> so I promise we are going to get there, yeah? <laughs> so I have 16 more years to go. So... <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Don't overrun the service, you're laughing. Right? It's all your, your, your fault. So uh, she's it's okay, I'll be the timekeeper. All right, we'll give her a job to do. All right, she'll keep the time. All right, hey, you, you. Now, she's a Muslim. You, you. Ah, you talk too much, you know? That's as raw as So I've already told them, look, this lady, she's going to the kingdom. Whatever she says, receive with humility. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we receive, but they cut got a long story short. Today she's married, she's born again and married to a pastor. Say purpose. So, indicator, it must witness. If it's not witnessing, you are feeding your belly. You buy a house, you bought a house, you have good children, you have a, a... Apart from you and your family and your extended family and the extended, extended, you know, nobody. You don't have a heart for anybody. There is no purpose in that thing. Number three, encourage believers. Whatever you do, must encourage believers. Whatever you do, what, 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 Encourage believers. First Thessalonians eleven, verse five, eleven says: Therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. Just as in fact you are doing, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up. This is church build each other up use what you have to build each other up right so i got a job in a 4500 company and i helped so many people get a job in the 500 companies build each other up we still do as a church we build each other up right purpose so how do we then catch this purpose how where do we then start from number one prayers you have to pray you have to pray but not just muttering words to god lord what's my purpose no it doesn't work prayer prayer writes on prayer writes on the conveyor belt of fervency prayer writes on the conveyor belt of fervency if you are not fervent in spirit your prayers will not be answered it's just a wasted effort there is a way you pray that make God answer. And people tell you, just come as you are, do what you feel like doing. That's not true, man, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. Listen, if he is not Lord, he won't answer. You can't be a God unto yourself and ask God to answer your prayers. Oh, no. You can't be a God, little g, unto yourself and ask Jehovah to answer your prayers. No, you answer your prayers yourself because you are a God unto yourself. You can't, you can't be a law unto yourself and then allow the law of the spirit of Christ Jesus, right, to respond to you. No, no. Your, you know how they say, your house, your rules. So, there's a framework for answered prayers. And that's what, that's what people will not tell you. That's what people will not tell you. There's a framework to, to answer prayers. Answered prayers, right, has an, an environment within which it's, it functions. Anything outside that is a cult. He said, you just do what you feel like doing. You know, you're your own man. You're your own woman. Just, just live, live, live the way you feel like living. Live, live without accountability. Live without God. Live without just, but you know what? Should you, should you ever need, should you, should, ah, calm down. Should you ever need supernatural intervention? Should you ever need anything beyond your control that you need help? God will answer you. That's, that's TV. You know, just put that on TV. The programs we sponsor on TV. That's what that's TV. Doesn't matter where you are, just stretch your hands and send the offering. God will answer you. That's not true. That's true, but I should be driving a Maserati and having a private jet and be doing. It. It's not true. Why would you fall for something like that? You, you are a reasonable person. You are in England. You, you're British. What a British school, you drink tea, eat biscuits. Why are you doing that? <laughs> like that. Those kind of nonsense should not be functioning in England, but it functions because, because but, eh? as big as you as much would weaken you. doesn't be deceiving you. you. You know it doesn't work. Can you imagine in your household, you tell your son, Tommy, sit down here. No! Uh-uh. <laughs> Tommy, let me go to bed. No! No, I want to play. And then, and then 30. you go to his room. He's still playing PlayStation. Then Tommy said this, uh, the following morning. Tommy says, "Oh, Daddy, 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 will you can you, Daddy? Who is your father?" <laughs> I want McDonalds. How will you respond? Eh? How will you respond? I can't hear you. Eh? That's how eh, Eh? Yeah, eh. yeah. Can you imagine? Now, now, can you imagine? You'll be talking to them every day. The two of them, eh? sorry, the boys, right? They are in the, they in your car, right? Then from the car, mommy, what McDonald's? There's rice at home. In fact, you drive around, you drive around McDonald's twice. <laughs> and then we go going... Yes. I told you to pick up your toys. You did not. I said, do the dishes you did not. Now you are asking me. Now, you are human. That's how you will behave. Listen very carefully. Very appropriate. That's the way your father behaves as well. You you are a representation. You were made in his image. So why will one prophet tell you that you don't pick up your toys, you don't do the dishes, but ask God and he will give you. But meanwhile, send the offering. And you foolish one, send to send your offering. <laughs> because you are fraudulent too. You are cutting corners. The fake Christian will be passed up by the fake prophet because they are both crooked. So prayer. So, so now before you start asking God to show you your purpose, my friend, you have to measure up first. Acts 13:13 13, 13. Now in the church Acts 13:13 13, 13. Do you understand? But well, you know I'm your pastor. I'm here to tell you the truth. 13:13 13, 13 from verse 13 from chapter 13 from verse 13. Now, in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simeon, who sorry from verse 1. Oh sorry, 13 from verse 1. Yes. Yeah, Simeon, who was from, Ni- from Niger. That can't be Niger. Can't, don't. So, Lucius of... Why are you laughing at me? Don't laugh at me. Because if I call this name the way it's in my mind, you won't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Simeon, who was called Niger. Niger. No, Niger. <laughs> Lucius of Cyrene. Man name, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrach and Saul. Now, this is where I'm going to I just start from there. <laughs> Verse 2 says, As they ministered as, 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 as they ministered to the Lord and fasted. As they did something. There is a precondition of spirit that precipitated the voice from God. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now! Now, separate to me Barnabas and Saul, for the... uh, Let me introduce them to Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, what they were born to do for the work that will make them great to which I have, have called, called, called. I have come to continue the conversation before I ha- that I had before the consciousness of time. Listen, if you are not growing as a believer, nobody will tell you this, but this is my church. <laughs> if you are not growing as a believer, there are a lot of things about yourself you won't even know. You're waiting for your husband to tell you. <laughs> Can you imagine? You are waiting for your boyfriend to tell you what only God can tell you. Or you are waiting for your father, your natural father. I say your natural father to tell you what, he, 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 was, he was used to fulfill God's purpose. You are the reason he's in the picture. So you are now waiting for him to tell you what God has, you see what I'm saying? So there's only one person that can solve that problem. You! You have to go deep in the spirit, and grow your spirit. To m- because children, there are certain things you don't give to children. Eh? Bring that baby. Bring, 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 my do- bring that my daughter. Yeah, bring her, bring her. Bring her, quickly, quickly bring her. Bring her. Eh, bring her. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is my daughter, yeah. So, I want to talk to you about the purpose of God for you. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah? The purpose of God for you. Yes. So how are we going to fulfill this? What God has called to? Yes. This assignment. You really think she can understand what I'm talking about? Or you really think she even cares? Yeah? So how are we going to do this Brexit matter now? That in this... <laughs> in this your generation, that um, children are harming children. So what do you think? Because now, this assignment may as well be in her right now. She, this kid, maybe they want to rescue this nation from this current problem. Do you understand? She can't have this conversation. Even if she asks, you think I'll waste my time? (laughs) So, many of you are like this. Your purpose is locked down. It is not given to babies. You may be 52, but you are like this. Your spirit man is like this. You can be 52. You can be. You can be like my 53, but your spirit man is like this. God will never discuss it with you. Ah, how? Mm -hmm. Not you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Do you understand? Until this grows. Is there anything in this body that is not in this body? Is there anything in this body that is not in this body? Until this spirit grows in stature, to become like this, there are certain conversations, I the father, will never have. So when we say, come to church, it's not for the benefit of the father. When we say, read your Bible, it is not for the benefit of the father. When we say, Grow in faith. It is not for the benefit of the Father. When we say speak in tongues, it is not for the benefit of the Father. It is to nurture you and transfer you from being this to this so we can have certain conversation in life. She had enough. (laughs) Is that clear enough? So as they ministered, they got to a certain age and they fasted. He said, now, talks about time, Separate them to me for the pre-conversation I had before they were born. Thank you, darling. I can close the service and go home. So don't waste your time. That growth is an intentional deliberate investment of effort and time. Or you can die remaining in the stature of that child. There are some things you will never discover by yourself. There are some things you will never step into. There are certain things you will never become. There are certain things, there are certain certain dimensions of existence you will never even articulate. Do you understand? So James 4, 3 says, it says you ask, but you do not receive because you ask amiss. That you, that you may spend it on your pleasures. So, just so what James is saying, that bef- because, you've, because you've prayed, this empty, pediatric, shallow, causeway, superficial prayers that borders on your needs out of a weak, childish spirit does not mean that God will answer them. He says, so you ask, you do not receive because you ask, amiss, that you may spend it on your pleasures, not on purpose, amen, praise the Lord. Number two is proclamation, how do I know the purpose of God, proclamation, there is no time, proclamation we'll look at, first part of proclamation is divine assi- assignment, I'll rush through this, divine assignment. Acts nine fifteen, but the Lord said to him, go for, he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name for Gentiles. So that's a divine proclamation, divine announcement. God announced himself to Saul and said, this is what I have called you to do. The Bible says, it says, um, um, for I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. So there's divine proclamation, right? There's divine proclamation, yeah? So God God came down. We saw it in the same thing as Jacob. We saw it in Saul. God came down and said, hey, I need you to do so and so things for me. So there's divine proclamation. Then two, under proclamation, we have revealed word. The revealed word. Again, the revealed word, the revealed word writes on a matured spirit. If your spirit is not matured, Right? Familiar spirits can come. I don't have the time to teach you about familiar spirits. Familiar spirits, spirits that look like angels but they are demons. Words that look like... Familiar spirits appear to Jesus. He said, yes, you should jump down. For it is written. A form of godliness that has no power. He said, and quote the scriptures. So, First Timothy chapter 4 verse 12 we see revealed word. Let no one despise your youth. Now this is Paul speaking to Timothy. Let no one re- despise your youth. Be an example to believers in word, in conduct, in love, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Till I come, give attention to reading, exhortation to doctrine. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, right, which is given to you by the prof- by the prophecy, by prophecy with the laying on of hands. 15, meditate on these things. Give yourself wholly to them. And it went on and on and on till verse 16. So, so the word of God can be revealed to you. When I got born again, I started praying, praying asking God for my purpose for my purpose in life and, and what he's coming to do in the body. I was, a young, I, was a young, I was a young Christian. Just got born again. And then one day as I was going through the book of Timothy, this scripture just came out as if it was shouting. You know how I feel like it, was, it, it spoke to me so much. So, as of 98, 1988, I knew I was going to give, my, give myself to reading, to doctrine, to exhortation, and blessing people with my giftings. 1988. But I never became a pastor until 2003. So, the revealed word is one way. So, you can find yourself in scriptures. But when you do find yourself in scriptures, what do you do? Go back to step one. Pray. 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 When you have a divine announcement, what do you do? You go back and do what? Pray. Because you can get it wrong. You can get it wrong. You can get it all wrong. That's why people don't... See, when, when your spirit is weak, you can misinterpret scriptures. See, that's why you see, where, say, see, where, but I prayed, I didn't get it. Really? That's... Transaction is not between you and the pastor or you and your friend. It's between you and God. You said you prayed. You prayed. You prayed. It didn't happen. But that's between you and God. It's only God that can, that can weigh the strength of your spirit and decide whether to answer you or not. So before you, run, before you run off with one prophecy, ah, this scripture spoke to me. He's the one I should marry. Ah, think twice. Can you make that judgment? Can you make that judgment? And lastly, Vision act six, 6 acts sixteen acts sixteen six. The Bible says now when they had gone through Phrygia and the region of Galatia, they were forbidden, they were forbidden by the Holy Spirit to preach the word in Asia. Forbidden by the Holy Spirit, not not, not man to preach the word. But I thought he said, Go and make disciples of one nation. He said, Yes. He said, but that that continent. It's not your assignment. I want them saved, but not by you, not through you. He said, "No, no, no! I must go. Hey, see, uh, there's ministry opportunity." I said, "No. Are you Jesus?" Oh, so that's why you see some people. He said, "Wow! Oh, I saw this thing. I was moved by compassion. So right now, I'm going to, I'm going on mission field to." Ah, ah. Compassion is not purpose. I have compassion for the souls of many in Asia. He said, thank you very much. That's my problem. But you are not going. And after that, they came to Asia and they tried to go to Britannia, but the spirit did not permit them. So, you must have a strong spirit to hear God's voice and say no to certain things, even though they look good in your sight. Do you understand? He said, don't marry that man, don't marry that man, don't marry that man, don't marry that I said, no, 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 look at him, he's handsome, he's rich, look at him, oh. oh, marry this one, marry this one. Ah, look, th- at ah, this man, oh, I, I, I work for BCDF, but this guy, he works for Tesco. No, we don't gel, we don't gel. He said, but he's the one, he's the one, he's the one. He said, no, get it behind me. I said, no, it's me, he's the one. <coughs> But your spirit is too weak. So you don't go and and marry the one that is um, you know. Now, you say, ah, but this is not what God said. Yeah. Do you understand? So you must be. So everything, to know your purpose starts from one thing. You must be fervent in spirit. If not, you yes, say, so Oh, I had a vision. Vision. Before you, before you can declare that you have a vision, there is a base for it. You have to be strong in spirit and test your strength. There are certain things I can't carry. I can't just say, ask, if I ask these henchmen, people with biceps, to pick up this thing here, they just come here, wham, just pick it up, wham, pick it up, yeah, 24 kg each. But I can't because I'm not at that level. So if your spirit mind is not strong and you are seeing vision, ah, it's dangerous. Your soul is not tamed. Your body is not under control. Your body is stronger than your spirit. And you so say you have a vision. I'm telling you, when your spirit is weak, when you have carbohydrate by 10 p.m. and you land on bed by 12, by 2 a.m. you say, Oh, I saw this vision. I was choking and God was pouring it to me. No, it's acid reflux. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was choking. I was saying, Jesus, Jesus. Uh, uh. No, man. That is the, that is the side effects of late night eating and no time to digest It's acid reflux. It's obvious. And I saw the angel of God say, Yeah, because you are about to die. <laughs> I saw the bright lights. I was saying, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, that's because acid reflux, your stomach is pumping back, pumping back the food like a cow. And it's coming to choke you. You will suffocate and die there. <laughs> then when you're not surviving, it. it says, oh, God just visited me. No, mate, no, mate, no, mate. No, no, no. It's, not, no, it's not good because your spirit man is not, your, sp- <coughs> your spirit man is not strong enough. So many of you are believing God for the things that your spirit must cannot, doesn't, doesn't even qualify to present to him. You understand? So this is the real deal, not a conference talk. Rise to your feet as we pray. We continue next week. Thank you very much. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Amen. We are going to deal with this subject matter. So no more, no more. When, when anybody come and they are and they, are, and they are giving you fake, fake prophetic qualities. You just be looking and saying, uh-uh. do you know where I'm from? Do you know who my pastor is? I'm well-taught and groomed, my friend. If you want money, say you want money. <laughs> Keep the prophecy. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Let me have my number on the phone. Let <laughs> me have my number. I want to quickly do one thing here and give everybody an opportunity to, to step up in certain areas. Yeah, I have my number, telephone. Okay, this is my number, right? 07904185, Last three digits. Yeah. Make a note of it. I want to do a call right now, and I really wish you'll be you'll be truthful to yourself and honor this call. all right? So, every head bowed. The number will still be on the wo- on the, the number will still be on the screen with me. Every head bowed. Every head bowed. Every eyes closed. Just close, close your eyes and bow your heads. I want to give you an invitation to come and join me on this walk especially if you are not a believer or you need to rededicate your life to Christ. All right? I will pray, we will all pray a simple prayer together and if it's your first time of praying that kind of prayer, I, will need, I will want you to send me a text. Yourself, you step forward. All right, come on, say Heavenly Father. Say Heavenly Father. Say, Heavenly Father. Today, Today I, make I make a decision to live on purpose. Live on purpose. My, heart My heart searches for the reason God created me. My heart searches for what I'm doing on earth. And so, Father, today, I give my life to Christ. I believe in my heart that Jesus died for me. That through my walk with Jesus, he will reveal to me my purpose on earth. Lord Jesus, come into my life. Come into my life. Have your way in my life. life. Holy Spirit, Spirit, reveal the Father to me. Strengthen me. Grow me. me, That that I may fulfill for for the very reason reason I am placed on this planet. planet. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. pray. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. If this is your first time of praying that prayer, I want you to send me a text. Then I will call you and I will pray with you. And I will tell you what next to do. I don't want to insult you by, or embarrass you by asking you to raise your hand. I won't do that. But that's my telephone number. And that's this t- number here, and that's the only number I have, okay? If you are here, and you do not pray in the spirit, you don't pray in tongues, right? Send me a text. On Friday, 12 people spoke in tongues for the first time. And this house is on fire right now, okay? So send me a text, and we will get together, and I will minister to you, okay? Praise the Lord. Is that Okay? You are blessed in Jesus' mighty name.